Realty. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. to the Reveal Rob show. I am your lovely host, Reveal Rob, coming at you during HHN week, baby. That's right, man. HHN trip is finally upon me. Yes, and get to go hang out with my friends. It's going to be a great week, man. Can't wait to get down there and be in my home. That is my home. That is my absolute home. That is my heart, man. I can't wait to be at Halloween Horn Nights later this week. Hope all of you are doing great out there. If any of you are going to be at HHN, say hi, man. I'm not too unapproachable, you know. I'm a, <laughs> I'm not standoffish or anything. I'm a little shy. I'm a shy guy, kind of, sort of. But, you know, hey, if you're there and you see me, say hi. But, yes, appreciate you clicking on the play and streaming this episode, man. Appreciate you all taking the time to listen to me goof off and have a great time talking about stuff that I love and enjoy, man, as well talking about stuff love and enjoy. Please be uh, follow the, uh, the Throw Me Podcast Network, man, on all the social stuff except for Twitter. Um, we've got the Facebook, we've got the Instagram, we've got the YouTube, man, all kinds of stuff going on over there on the YouTube. I, over the weekend, put uh, got a Chucky reaction trailer up there, reacting to the Season 2 trailer for Chucky. Can't wait to see that hitting USA and Sci-Fi in October. Um, also did a reel of me trying out the Voodoo 4, the new Mountain Dew Voodoo drink. They uh, release a, a specialty drink every year around Halloween spooky season, man. So that's up. Go ahead and check out both of those. Share with your friends, man. Give me some views, for God's sakes. But uh, if you can please like and subscribe to the YouTube and the Facebook and the Instagram and share us with your friends, man. That would be awesome. Again, appreciate you all joining in. And let's go ahead and jump into this week's review, man. Starting up front, uh, I checked out a Disney movie. I can't even remember the last time I watched a Disney movie, to be honest with you. At least not on purpose, you know. Um new Disney movie came out, I want to say roughly about a week or so ago. Uh, let's double check the release date here. So, I, uh, as you can see the title, I'm going to be talking about September 8th. September 8th, 2022, the live-action CGI retelling of the beloved tale of a wooden puppet who embarks on a thrilling adventure to become a real boy was released. That is right, I am talking about the Pinocchio film, the latest Disney movie that has been turned into a live action and CGI adventure, man. So uh, let's cue up this uh, 
trailer, and then I will be back to talk the film. Stopping it right there, because I'm not even worried about spoilers in the trailer. I don't want Disney freaking coming after me because of one of their songs, please. Okay, I'm probably going to get in trouble for that just right then and there anyways, because that sounded very Disney and magical and all that stuff. And Disney's like, hey, 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 don't be using our stuff, all right? <laughs> um, so, stopping it right there. Let's go ahead and talk about this, man. So, uh, yes, Pinocchio, new live-action CGI film released couple weeks ago it's on the disney plus man this went straight to disney plus not even in theaters kids family fantasy movie obviously it is rated uh, pg-13 for peril and scary moments some language some language okay and rude material uh the film is one hour and 51 minutes long again this is um the, the old beloved tale that uh, most of you may know is directed by Robert Zemeckis, absolute legend. Uh, he's, this is the live-action CGI retelling of the beloved tale starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto, who was, of course, the woodcarver who built and treats Pinocchio as if he were his real son. Now, Rotten Tomatoes has a critic score for this one at 27%, and the audience score is 32%. Wow, people are... Not enjoying this movie. Okay. Uh, IMDb has it at a 5.1 out of 10. So, God, IMDb is always in the fives, right? Anyways, so jumping into my thoughts on the movie, I honestly, you're going to be like, what? No way. He's got to be lying on this. Not lying. I haven't seen the original Pinocchio movie. I don't think I have, at least. Maybe my brother can tell you something about that. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't remember ever seeing the original Pinocchio movie. Now, there's bits and pieces of the story that I know. You know, I mean, it's just, it's a classic story. So there's bits and pieces that you kind of know. Um, I, I think there's probably times when people, when I was younger, they're like, oh, you better not lie. Your nose is going to grow because, you know, obviously Pinocchio and stuff and all that. But I've never seen the movie. And to this day, I still have not seen the original animated film. I didn't watch it before going into this movie because I kind of wanted to be fresh with this a little bit. Even though, like I just mentioned, I've seen, not seen, heard about bits and pieces of the Pinocchio story. I haven't, you know, fully watched it or anything like that. So you could say I was like kind of uh, fresh going into the movie. And, you know... I, it's a the Disney movie. That's <laughs> the best way to go with you. It has that. It has all those bits and pieces that you kind of remember about Disney movies. And you think about when you think of Disney movies, it's got the the heartwarming, magical story involved in it. Too. It's got that fantasy. It's got that family vibe to it. It's got some scary moments and all that stuff, but you know nothing too dangerous or crazy for the kids or anything like that. Um, 
again, I, I, I don't know how it fares as well as, you know, the cartoon. If, the, you know, everything's the same, if things have been changed up, yada, yada, I don't know. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you, I I don't get the hate for the movie. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I sat there, I enjoyed the movie watching it, you know, and, and this is somebody who doesn't seek out Disney movies. Like, I'm not against Disney, I'm not anti-Disney or anything like that. It's just not, it's not my calling, you know, when I think of a movie that I want to watch, I'm not going to be like, oh, let me go watch this Disney animated CGI film. Of course, now, you you know, I mean, the last Disney movie I was like super stoked and excited to be was freaking Cruella, right? Live action, 101 Dalmatian story, 101 Dalmatians, the 1960s animated film is my all-time favorite Disney movie and all that stuff and I love Emma Stone so I was that that movie was destined for me to be all amped up and excited to see but other than that like the Disney live action movies I haven't been you know clamoring at the bits to see I was you know Beauty and the Beast I was excited to see that because you know Emma Watson I'm a fan of hers from being a Harry Potter fan and all that stuff um Aladdin I was interested in seeing that um just because you know, kind of grew up with Aladdin somewhat. Um, more of the video into the movie itself. Again, haven't seen a lot of these classic Disney movies, man. With me growing up, like, Disney films weren't necessarily the go-to. Um, I, I know I saw The Lion King, of course. You know, The Lion King came out a couple years after I was born. So, you know, obviously The Lion King was a huge deal back then. So, I saw that movie. I saw... You know, again, 101 Dalmatians was a huge part of my life, but that was like a 1960s cartoon. It wasn't anything fresh or new there. Um, so that's probably the oldest Disney movie I would have seen ever. Because, again, I, I haven't seen Cinderella. I haven't seen Snow White. I haven't seen, you know, all these bits and pieces. I haven't seen Dumbo. And if they were played when I was younger, I don't remember it. Like, I don't straight up remember seeing those movies. Like, my movies when I was younger, like I just mentioned The Lion King and all that stuff. Like, I was watching... The Addams Family, you know, I was watching Casper and stuff like that. Um, I was already progressing towards those things. Batman, uh, the Power Rangers, my more Power Rangers. Disney wasn't necessarily, you know, my thing. While I did enjoy The Lion King, of course, and, you know, 101 Dalmatians and all that stuff. The, like Disney films for me when I was younger were honestly um, Homeward Bound, the Homeward Bound films. Uh, which were like live action movies with the animals talking, but their mouths weren't moving and all this stuff. Done much better than that Lion King movie that came out recently. Uh, and like Cool Runnings. Like those were the Disney movies for me back in the day. So, you know, I, I go on that long winded, you know, talk about just to show you I don't have any, you know, connection with classic Disney films really. And then, of course, you know, the years go by, Toy Story comes out. And then, you know, Monsters, Inc. and all that stuff. So that, you know, the animation changed with the, the, the uh, Disney stuff. And then, you know, my Disney life became more of the Disney Channel with, like, freaking Lizzie McGuire, even Stevens, Brink, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, Hocus Pocus, you know, stuff around around that. That's when, you know, the Disney stuff kind of was going a different route for me. Um, so, uh, yeah. Going into this movie, I didn't really know what to expect from the story other than, you know, the classic beats that pretty much everybody would know about the Pinocchio thing. And, you know, I watched the movie, and again, I don't I, I don't understand the hate for it. The movie seemed perfectly fine. seemed like a regular Disney film to me. Uh, the, the directing's good. It looks good. I've, I've seen the people saying, oh, the CGI is horrible, but 
I don't know what they're watching. Maybe it's the same people who complained about the Amazon uh, football game saying, oh, the screen quality is horrible, but never once had that issue when I was watching Amazon. So either your internet sucks or your TV sucks. But uh, sorry to be, you know, crude or rough there. But, hey, crude. Crude's not the word. Um, rude. Rude's the word. I was, Jesus. Can't wait for this vacation to start. I'm already on vacation. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't get it. I think Pinocchio looks perfectly fine. I think everything in the film looks really good. It looks like a, you know a Disney film it's got that magic to it it's got that that glow that uh that spark if you will to it it's got all that stuff the story is understandably it's classic disney man it's kid um wanting to be a real boy and going through that struggle and he's wanting to get through his life and grow to this area and get to this point get to that point you've got the the father of the wooden puppet who's worried about the boy and wants the best for the boy, but at the same time doesn't want the boy to get hurt or anything like that. I think the movie's enjoyable and it's perfectly fine. I'll probably, I'm not going to rush out to see the movie again. You know, I say rush out, all I got to do is turn on Disney Plus because it's on Disney Plus. But I would watch it again. I think Tom Hanks is, Tom Hanks is always brilliant. Like, they, I, I don't think there's a bad, I haven't seen all the Tom Hanks movies, so maybe stretching here, but I don't think there's a bad Tom Hanks performance. I've always loved Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks has always been a part of my life. Um, now I was watching his movies when I was younger. You know, <laughs> A League of Their Own, that's a Disney movie, right? Nope, no it's not. It is a Columbia Pictures movie. Um, I guess it just seems like a Disney movie for some reason. But, I don't know, man. Like, I I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was good. It got me in. It got me interested the whole way. You know, that I was watching it. I did stop the first time I was watching it because Monday Night Raw was coming on. Monday Night Football was coming on, and I just ran out of time to watch it. But I, I was able to finish watching it before recording this episode. Enjoyed what I saw. Like, I think the story is fine. I think it's easy enough. An hour and 51 minutes, honestly, didn't even seem like it was that long. Uh, I think it's enjoyable. I think it's cute for a kid movie, you know, that does have its scary moments, does have its moments of, uh, are they going to get out of this? Because again, I don't know the story. <laughs> so, I was sitting there like, okay, let's see how this goes. Now, I don't know if the hate for this movie is because we're getting sick of Disney making live-action versions of our cartoons, man. Like, stupid stuff like that. Um, I, I'm sure that's probably where the hate's coming from, because let's face facts, people just hate stuff to hate stuff at this day and age. Um, but honestly, I think the movie's fine. I think it, you know, served its purpose. I enjoyed what I saw. I had a good time while watching it. I got some good Snickers out of not the candy bar, you know, laughs. Got some good laughs um, while watching it. The cast is amazing. Uh, again, Tom Hanks just absolutely brilliant as always. Uh, Pinocchio looks it looks good, man. I'm not, and I'm not a guy that talks about the look of films like that's for other people to talk about. I think the movie looks freaking beautiful. So. I don't get the hate that the movie's getting. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, fight anybody over Pinocchio or anything like that. It's all reserved for Rob Zombie's Halloween and Tom Cruise's Mummy movie. I can't be adding this movie to my list of movies i got to fight for. But, you know, I think it's perfectly fine, especially... And I was shocked to find out that this was a Disney Plus release. Like, I don't know why it wasn't put in theaters. Disney's all about that moolah, man. So I was surprised that this one wasn't put in theaters. But at the same time, hey, kind of a pool to get people into Disney Plus, which I don't know if Disney Plus needs that pool. You know, Disney's one of those brands that people are like, oh, it's Disney, I'm in, kind of deal. You know, even with me, like, while Disney's not something I purposely gravitate towards, which, again, is not like a hate for Disney. It's just not in my wheelhouse, baby. But 
I grew up enjoying some Disney stuff. I've been to the Disney theme parks. I've had a good time. Haven't been in a while, but I'm starting to kind of get that clamoring to go to a Disney uh, theme park again. Um, Freaking, oh, I just watched last night. I was watching one of the YouTube streamers, uh, Oyby. Check it out. O-Y-B-Y. Good stuff, man. Um, he was on a cruise. It wasn't a Disney cruise, but he was talking. They showed the Disney cruise there, and it got my mind taking like, oh, Disney cruise. That could be fun. And I'm not a Disney guy, <laughs> you know? But at the same time, there's something cool about that, I guess. That would be kind of fun. Maybe I just want to be on a cruise. I don't know. But, which is weird because it just terrifies the hell out of me. Titanic. That was another thing I was growing up watching. It was Titanic. Just to let you know the stuff I was watching while growing up instead of Disney movies. But Last Action Hero? Not a Disney movie. What am I thinking of? Last Boy Scout. That's a Disney movie, right? I'm not too sure about either one of those, and I'm not going to look it up because we're running on time as it is. But overall, man, I think the film was enjoyable. You know, I thought I don't get the hate for it. The movie looks good. Uh, check it out. If you got Disney Plus, give it a watch, man. One hour, 51 minutes doesn't even feel like it. it. It's perfectly fine. Now, I'll give you this. Pinocchio's voice can get a little annoying. <laughs> you know, I will give you that. But he's a little kid, man. It's supposed to be a little kid's voice and a little kid that just came to life. A little wooden puppy kid who just came to life. So give it a little bit of a break there, man. All right, let's see. Um, let's get into the news. That's my review. Pinocchio, perfectly fine. If you got Disney Plus, watch it. Um... Okay, so jumping into the news, biggest news that came out last time before we talked. What? That doesn't make sense. Biggest news that came out since the last time we talked is that Warner Brothers is officially developing a sequel to the 2005 supernatural thriller DC film Constantine. And the studio is reteaming with Keanu Reeves and director Francis Lawrence. Cool, man. Been hearing about this for a while. Keanu Reeves has been wanting to return to the Constantine film. So, bring it on, dude. This should be good. It should be a good time. That other that first movie was good. No idea if Shia LaBeouf will be back in it or not. But um, I haven't seen the original Constantine movie in a while. So, I don't know if Shia's character survived. I don't know. Was Shia even in that movie? Was Shia in that movie or am I just thinking iRobot? Uh, yes, Shia was in that movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, that is happening. So, a sequel to that is uh, in the works. As for the HBO Max show that J.J. Uh, Abrams, who is the executive producer, producer on, um, and he's executive producing, of course, the film that is on the way, the sequel, uh, HBO Max has passed on the series version of Constantine, as well as a series based on DC Comics' Madam X. Uh, both projects will be shopped by the studio to other platforms, which isn't too insane. Um... Warner Brothers television sources have said that the television and Bad Robot remain high on them and expect them to find new homes. And I don't think it's too shocking that the Constantine show is being um, passed on because you got the movie coming. So, hey, you know, go ahead and do it. They had Lucifer on a different channel at one point in time. So, uh, And, of course, the Sandman story was just on uh, Netflix, which I still need to watch. So, no worries there, man. New Constantine sequel on the way. Uh, moving into more DC news here, and the story that just won't go away. Uh, we've got some more Batgirl stuff going on. This time, Michael Keaton, who just won an award, was um, asked about the cancellation of Batgirl. And and just like I talked about last week with Brendan Fraser, I believe it's the first time we've heard anything from Michael Keaton's side on the cancellation. He said, quote, I think it was a business decision. I'm going to assume it was a good one. I really don't know. End quote. 
which I think we all know at this point if we've looked into it and you've heard me talk about it on the show that it was very much a business decision. Uh, they looked into the film. They thought it didn't look like it was theatrical uh, ready and that the film was missing on a beat. Some people even saying it looks like a CW show as opposed to a theatrical ready release film as um, Warner Brothers Discovery new form of films they want their films to be theatrical as opposed to HBO Max. So uh, Batgirl got canceled for that reason. So it was a business decision in one way or the other. Michael Keaton was also asked about the next time we'll see him appear as Batman. And Keaton said, quote, we'll see. It was great. It was fun. I have no idea. End quote. I assume the next time we're seeing Michael Keaton as Batman will be in the Flash film that is releasing next year. Um, unless he's popping up in something else. I don't expect to see him in Black Adam. Uh, and what's after that? Shazam 2? I don't know. Maybe it could be in that one. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think we all expect him to be in that Flash movie. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Let's see. Um, Baz Luhrmann recently talked with Screen Rant and said that a four-hour Elvis cut is possible of the fantastic Elvis movie that came out this year. Um, quote, I don't close my mind to the idea that in the future there might be a way of exploring another cut. I've got to be really careful here because the moment I put that out there, I tell you what, all my tweets are nothing but we want the four-hour version, which will happen, of course. People are, we saw what happened with the Zack Snyder stuff. Um, going on to say, quote, right now with how long it stayed in theaters and how well it's done on HBO Max so far, uh, it's really worth, you know, the parent company could see that it's really worth spending the money because it isn't just like, I've got it. And you just put it out there. Every minute in post-production, you have to do visual effects, grading, cutting, refining, and ADR work. So there is a possibility of a four-hour cut of Elvis, which I would gladly watch. Loved that movie so much, man. So, uh, you know, this probably won't happen until like 2025. Uh, by any means, Baz wants to take some time off, which is you know, understandable, and focus on some other things, I think. But a four-hour cut of that amazing movie... Give it to me. All right, moving into horror news. The biggest news in the horror realm that released since the last time we chatted here is that The Strangers is getting more films, man, and it's getting remade in the process. So The Strangers is getting a remake, and that will be a trilogy on the way. Madeline Petch, who you may know from uh, Riverdale. Froy Gutierrez from Cruel Summer. And Gabriel Basso from... Hillbilly Elegy are uh, going to star in the remake. The new Strangers film will follow Petch's character as she drives cross-country with her longtime boyfriend, played by Gutierrez, to begin a new life in the Pacific Northwest. When their car breaks down in Venice, Oregon, they're forced to spend the night in a secluded Airbnb where they are terrorized from dusk till dawn by three masked strangers. Lionsgate's plans from there to expanding the story in new and unexpected ways with its sequels. Now, I guess that idea is fine. I kind of like the idea more of, oh, you're at home, you're home, and then it's these three wackadoos that, you know, find you and get you just because you were home. Um, I think that's a more terrifying story, but, you know, Airbnb, secluded area, I can see how it could work. Um... Interesting, because, you know, of course, the first Strangers film was a, a surprise hit, and then there was a sequel that came out a couple of years ago, which I enjoyed. I didn't have much of a problem with. 
So it's interesting to see that they're going in this route instead of following along there, but give me more power to you. I think a lot of people are going to be interested in seeing it. And we'll get there when we get there, man. No release date as of yet or anything. They are starting to work on it. So Trilogy of Strangers is on the way. Uh, Sony's follow-up to the Search Life Thriller Searching, which is now titled Missing, has received a release date. It will be released by Sony on February 24, 2023. Searching 2's plot is still under wraps, but it will feature a new set of characters and an evolved screen life thriller format where the story plays out on the screens of the characters' devices. Um, Searching was a movie that I really enjoyed. And it was a surprise for me because it was one of those movies that I did this thing. And you probably noticed it with a couple of episodes uh, titles here. I do this thing that I call Triple Treat of Flicks back in the day when I would go to Redbox and just pick three movies. You know, three movies to watch. Uh, the only rule was one of the movies has to be a horror movie or a thriller movie or somewhere along those lines. And that's when I go to like a physical Redbox and rent it and all this stuff. I haven't done a Triple Treat in a while other than the episodes you've seen on here that I've called the Triple Treat. Um... But yeah, I picked that one on a whim. I read the synopsis. I'm like, oh, this could be interesting, and picked it up and watched it, and enjoyed it, man. I thought it was a, that was a really good movie. I'm not one of those like first person view things, or where you're watching, you know, just screen, uh, screens and all that while you're watching a screen of people on screens, kind of deal. But you know, maybe I'm coming around to that because I really freaking enjoyed Host, and I watched that again recently. It was really, really good. And then there was a suggestion for me to check it out on my laptop. Which is, I never thought about that. I never think about watching movies on my laptop or phone. But I could see while, how watching Host on your laptop could get that uh, interesting experience. So I'm definitely going to watch Host again. But that's cool. They're doing a sequel or a follow-up. That could be could be interesting. Uh, of course, it's new set of characters, though. So not really a sequel, just a, a new movie and the same kind of idea. Let's see. The Invitation. And very uh, kind of the latest horror movie that's released is coming to Blu-ray on October 25th. The upcoming Blu-ray will include the theatrical version and a new unrated version. The film's unrated version is also available on digital now. Uh, the 1978 classic Halloween film, as well as Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, and Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, will be hitting theaters for the second year in a row. The series will be back in theaters beginning September 2022 and all right, that was our horror news so let's go ahead and jump into random news before we close out this episode as we jump around and twist around the movie realm david harbour and orlando bloom are set to join the cast of sony pictures and playstation productions film adaptation of gran turismo Based on a true story, the film is the ultimate wish-fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. Sony Pictures will release the film in theaters on August 11th, 2023. Cool, man. This is uh, one of the next films in Sony's PlayStation production lineup. They're working on a lot of things. We saw Uncharted come out recently, which I wasn't the biggest fan of. Um... Uh, they've got the Twisted Metal thing in the work. They're working on The Last of Us. So they got stuff going on over there. Uh, let's see. Sony Pictures also has announced a new Karate Kid movie that will be releasing June 7th, 2024. Uh, the 2024 Karate Kid movie does not yet have a synopsis from the studio or a cast. Uh, I don't 
know if this will have anything to do with the Cobra Kai show that is out there doing very well. Uh, that show's been doing really good. I haven't watched it yet, but um, I haven't watched the Karate Kid movies. I watched the first one. I haven't seen the other ones. I was told by fellow Throw Me podcast and network brethren that I need to watch the movies before I watch that show. So we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, but yeah, I don't know what this has to do with. The last Karate Kid movie that was released in theaters was the remake? Reboot with uh, Jack Chan and Jaden Smith, which I haven't seen that either. So there you go, man. New Karate Kid movie is on the way for a theatrical release in 2024. Um, other title is an untitled horror movie from Screen Gems that will be releasing on January 6, 2023. Uh, other Sony film news, Madam Web, the comic book movie set in the Spider-Man universe that stars Dakota Johnson, Sidney Sweeney, and Emma Roberts will be removing its release date. Is moving from October 6, 2023 to February 16th, 2024. Yowza. All right. Um, other Spider-Man universe film from Sony starring Aaron Tyler Johnson, Craven the Hunter, is shifting from its October 6, 2023 release date to January 13th, 2023. So that's moving up. So we're getting closer to that one. Uh, there's an untitled Sony Marvel Universe movie that has been set for July 12th, 2024. I mean, it's got to be a Spider-Man movie. What else do they have? I don't know. I, I mean, I would have to look into it, but a Sony Marvel Universe movie. I guess it's not, it doesn't say MCU movie, but Marvel. I don't, I don't freaking know. Anyways, July 12th, 2024. Um, the Chris Pratt voice Garfield movie. All the people who hate Chris Pratt are going to jump at this. Uh, the movie will be hitting theaters on Memorial Day weekend May 24th, 2024. People really hate Chris Pratt all of a sudden. Um, was originally scheduled to release February 16th, 2024. Let's see. The Adam Driver thriller film 65 is uh, moving to March 10th, 2023. Uh, Sony was not the only one in the release date world as Disney has announced some release dates as well. Uh, the Rachel Zegler starring Snow White picture We'll be getting its theatrical release on March 22nd, 2024. Uh, Haunted Mansion is moving from March 10th to August 11th, getting a little bit closer to the spooky season. Um, an untitled Marvel movie originally set for Mar uh, Marvel <laughs> originally set for February 16th, 2024, has moved to September 6th, 2024. The Lion King, uh, Mufasa movie, Mufasa, The Lion King is opening July 5th, 2024. And the biggest news to come here is that uh, the Rogue Squadron movie, the movie from Patty Jenkins, uh, has been removed from its December 22nd, 2023 release date. Uh, and no release date has been confirmed for it. So kind of been speculated here because we haven't heard much about this movie. We heard that it was moved once. Um, we haven't heard much about anything else to do with that movie in quite some time since it was announced, honestly. And now it has been removed from its release date. Uh, the film is apparently still in development. So, not completely canceled, but does not have a release date anymore. Uh, let's see. Jeremy Allen White has joined Zach Efron and Harris Dickinson for the Von Erich Brothers. Uh, they'll be playing the wrestling legends, the Von Erich Brothers, in the upcoming A24 film. The Iron Claw. Um, I will definitely be seeing that. The Von Erichs. What a tragic story there, man. Tragic, tragic story involving the Von Erich family. So, you can only imagine how tragic that movie is. And it's getting from A24. So, 
Uh, A24 is all about the dread. Am I right? Am I right? All right, let's see. And last bit of news here, which goes back to other news I talked about with HBO, um, Warner Brothers Discovery, HBO Max films being moved up to theatrical releases. The planned third film in the Magic Mike series, Magic Mike's Last Dance, uh, will now be released theatrically on February 10th, 2023. Uh, This follows the reports... uh, that have been going on. The Magic Mike was originally planned to be an HBO Max only release, which again, though, however, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav uh, believed that movies should be theatrical events. The company has now moved the film up from HBO Max to theatrical release, joining uh, Blue Beetle, which was moved up from HBO Max to a theatrical release, and The Evil Dead, which was moved up from Evil Dead Rise, uh, which was moved up from HBO Max theatrical. So again, I mean, he's keeping to his word that he wants to make movies that were supposed to be on HBO Max theatrical properties, which again, I guess this adds more to the Batgirl issue. Batgirl just looked like it wasn't a theatrical movie, I guess. All these other movies are being pushed up, so had to be something wrong with a Batgirl movie, right? Uh, anyways, I kind of get tired of talking about Batgirl. <laughs> kind of getting tired. I'm sure we'll get more reference on Batgirl, but that was it, man, that was all the news, so there you go, review Pinocchio, watch it, don't listen to these other people, the movie doesn't look bad at all, um, there's your news, man, hope you enjoyed all that good stuff, HHN week, baby, I'm so excited, it's the thing I look forward to most every freaking year, man, it's like, oh, HHN, can't wait to go, man, so, so excited to be there, can't wait to be there, have a good time, go through the houses, go through the scare zones, eat some food, buy some merch, spend all the money, that I barely have, <laughs> and I just have a good time with my with my peeps, man. With with with, with my with, 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 with my peeps. So freaking turned into Elmer Fudd there for a second. Talk about Warner Brothers so much, Jesus. Anyways, that'll do it. Appreciate you all taking the time to listen to me ramble on, man. Be sure to check out the rest of the Throw Me Podcast Network shows. Uh, Metal Grooves got a great episode out right now with the band called White Tiger. Freaking awesome. Um, Got a new Hunters podcast episode out now as well, where you know they talked about they talked about Frightmare, the no touchy touchy experience. Uh, good times there, man. And of course, you got the Mister Wonderful show on the way, as well as the uh, Improper Guidance show on the way. So fun stuff, man. Always going on over here at the Throw Me Podcast Network. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with all. You peeps. Um, but I appreciate you, as always, man. Thank you so much for being on this journey. I love doing this show. Have a great time doing the show, and I thank you for joining along. And remember that happiness can always be found, even in the darkest of times, if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next episode. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.